there's just like this amazing feeling when somebody runs into your store excited to share something with you or tell you that something you did directly helped them or directly helped someone else. So yeah, this, this community is freaking awesome. Welcome to the With a Dog podcast, the podcast for a modern dog parent. I'm your host, Carly, and every Wednesday I bring on pet professionals or some fellow dog parents, and we laugh, learn, and commiserate about everything from the confusing vet visits to dog park etiquette to the 2 a.m. potty breaks. Essentially, life with a dog. Hello, people with a dog. Thank you for joining We have a very bittersweet episode today because this episode marks the end of the New York tour series. We have had so many amazing episodes that came from my trip to New York. It started with Must Love Dogs and Comedy back in the beginning of October, Corporate Dog Mom, Boris and Horton, the Q&A with Charlotte, Ashley, and I, and then finally, here we are with Tom's Pet Supply. This interview with Tom was so fun for me because, well, for multiple reasons. One, Tom, aka the owner of Tom's Pet Supply, is a friend of Ashley. Ashley is my occasional co-host. She's on the Friends with a Dog episodes, and she runs the Jonathan's.Journal Instagram, of course, all about her dog, Jonathan. So even before Ashley and I became good friends, I would see on her Instagram that she'd be, you know, illustrating merch for Tom's Pet Supply or maybe at an adoption event, helping out an event at Tom's Pet Supply or just there with her dog, Jonathan, at Tom's Pet Supply. So for me, as a viewer, as a person who followed her, I was like, what is this place? What is this magical place? And so when I was planning my trip to New York, Ashley was like, you gotta interview Tom. So that was number one. I was like, all right, I can finally like put a face to the name. I can go in to the store and be able to interview them on all the cool things they do. Number two, because Ashley is a friend of Tom's, I was able to play it a little bit more fast and loose with the interview. Um, Usually I don't roast my guests while I'm interviewing them. But um, yeah, I was able, I was a little bit more flexible with my interactions with Tom. And I liked that. And last but not least, I loved this interview because I was able to be in it. I was able to be in the environment. I was able to be sitting in Tom's Pet Supply in like a glass enclosed corner. They call it the reptile room, but essentially it is like this little enclosed glass room. We're sitting there with the mics on, you know, cardboard boxes. One side of me is all reptile tanks You could hear the birds tweeting outside of the room and you could hear customers talking. And it was just so fun to be like in the store, in the environment, talking to Tom and just learning his story, how Tom's Pet Supply got started, how it's evolved over the years, the services that they provide that are so integral to the pet parents of New York and specifically Astoria and Queens how they're able to give back to the community through adoption events and the care and dedication that him and all of his employees put into running this local neighborhood pet supply store. 
So that's why I loved this interview. I'm not going to give you any more spoilers. I feel like I already have. You're going to hear it all in Tom's own words in just a few minutes. But I just really hope you guys enjoy this episode. Tom is so cool. You can tell he is just so passionate and dedicated to serving his local community. And he has such an enthusiasm for his job, which is just really, really cool to hear. All right, let's get in to the interview with Tom. Well, Tom, welcome to the With a Dog podcast. Thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> I want to set the stage for everyone here. Um, we are in the, would, would this be like the reptile room? This would be the reptile room. It is wonderful. I'm I'm okay with reptiles. I know some people are, are a little iffy on it. I'm okay with this. Like I am very happy to be next to the turtles. Does that be a turtle or like a, yeah. That one's a turtle, yeah. That's a tor- turtle. Okay. Who, who else is, who's here? There are some leopard geckos in here. We have some chameleons, a couple of rescue bearded dragons. There's some snakes running around in locked cages, of course. <laughs> um, and we have the turtles and tortoises. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So it's like this little room that has a bunch of the tanks and it's fun. It's a, it's a little tropical. I am a little bit happy that you removed the massive tarantula. I'm not I don't think I'm like scared of them per se, but I'm I am like that thing's big and it's molting so it looks like extra scary. Yeah, he's um he's a real cool guy. So this is a giant bird eater tarantula. He was actually dropped off at our door just yesterday. Um <laughs> it was a weird situation, but we are currently rehoming him, but in the meantime, he is hanging out with us and he's He's big. He's he's about six inches in width, which for people that are afraid of spiders, I'm so sorry for the nightmares I gave you. <laughs> this is I mean, it is like spooky season is coming up. He he can have a role. It'll be on theme, at least to have him in the store. If he doesn't move too much, we could just say he's a decoration. Yeah. <laughs> just have him hanging over the door. <laughs> nice and casual. Nice yeah. and casual. <laughs> OK, yeah. So as everyone knows, this is a dog podcast. And you may be like, Carly, why are you in a reptile room? So today we're talking to Tom, who is the owner of Tom's Pet Supply in Astoria, part of my New York series. I'm sure I covered this in the intro, but um, let's hear a little bit more about you, Tom, if you can just briefly introduce yourself and your dogs to the listeners. Hi, so I am Tom. Uh, I grew up here in Astoria my entire life. I live with my dogs, Duck and Tori. Duck is my first ever dog and my first ever rescue. I actually, she's tattooed on my arm. Um, oh my, just like Ashley. Is this like a New York thing? I, it, You know what? If it's not a New York thing only, it would be even better. But if it is just a New York thing, we're really killing it out here. <laughs> did she do it first or did you? I believe I had. How long have you had Duck? For, I've had, I've had Duck herself for three years. Um, and I've had her tattoo for about two now. I think Ash and I went like within like a few weeks of each other. Great minds think alike. Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll just say that she copied you. You know what? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so also, if anyone doesn't know, Ashley, our own Jonathan's journal, Ashley, friends with a dog, Ashley, she is friends with Tom frequently works with him on different events they have here. And um, Jonathan is, of course, a favorite in the store. Jonathan is very well known in the store (laughs) and in the neighborhood, but definitely in the store. In the neighborhood, too. I love that. I love that for him. Um, Okay, so you've got two dogs, Tori and Duck. You've been you've lived here your whole life. 
we're going to kick it off uh, with a with a dog win. So have you had any recent with a dog wins? So that could be with Tori and Duck or it could be with the store, anything like that. Yeah, um, actually, so the store is a adopt don't shop store. So we are really forward with adoptions uh, and we try to have events very frequently. Our last two dog centered adoption events actually cleared the trucks. And we are having another adoption event on December 3rd, where we are hoping to also once again clear the truck. Amazing. When you say clear the truck, is that like a local rescue or shelter comes in with like a truck of dogs? <laughs> yes, it's exactly that. So we we use local shelters and they come in, they bring a bunch of adoptable dogs and it's really, it's an awesome day. They'll be here all day. You can come meet the dogs. You can try to socialize with them. You could also volunteer to be a foster. There's there's so much that can be done. But generally, when we say clear the truck, it just usually means every dog got adopted that day, which is always fantastic. I feel like that's a really good spin on um, or a better way to do it of what you would see in the old school or some of the maybe um, not as progressive pet stores that just like have puppies and kittens in the window. And you're like, mm, this is this is a better way to do it. I like yeah, that. it's it's really fantastic. I mean, you know, there are full shelters here in New York. They are full. And it's really great when we can help in every little way. That's a perfect win. I love that. Before we get into the store, I need to hear more about Duck and Tori. Absolutely. So Duck was my first actual rescue. I actually adopted her at an adoption event we were having here. I was on the truck to help them clean up. And I kind of knew I was ready to adopt, but I didn't know it was going to be this little 12-pound dog in the corner covered in her own puke crying. (laughs) Um, She was an absolute mess. And uh, I went to go wipe her down and clean her up. And she, like, stared into my soul. And I just kind of, like... I like just screamed out with a curse word and I was like, this, like, this is the dog I have to adopt. Um, <laughs> fast forward, I, I filled out the papers, I brought her in the store and all of a sudden she was like a completely different dog. She was running around, she was grabbing toys. I was like, oh, not so quiet. Um, but now Duck has been with me for over three years. She is 52 pounds, a German Shepherd lab hound mix from the South. And she's nuts and I love her. Um, Tori came into my life when I met my partner. My partner rescued Tori from Argentina. She literally pulled her off the street um, and brought Tori with her here to New York eventually. And, you know, as we started getting closer, our dogs also started getting closer. So now Tori and Duck have become inseparable. Tori is a feisty little 20-pound terrier mix. Uh, She has German Shepherd in her, apparently, according to her DNA test. So I like to say I have two German Shepherd mixes, (laughs) which looks kind of funny from a 52-pound and a 20-pound dog. But I stand by what I said. How old is Tori, did you say? Uh, Both of them are actually three and a half. Okay. And they're just best friends. They are, except when it comes to food time, that's when we separate. Okay. Yeah, that's when we all like to eat our own food because Tori's a slow eater and Duck is a vacuum. Okay. Is is there like food aggression or resource guarding no duck just eats too quickly (laughs) i have the same issue with my two dogs um my older one i think it's more of like his teeth or he's older and everything so he eats slower and the other one just like rushes through and then just like hovers over him and like sneaks under he's just like getting the kibble from underneath his bowl (laughs) i know that exact (laughs) situation that is one thousand percent them you know duck is big and she figures out her slow feeders within a week yeah. Um, Tori's a little smaller. She likes to take her time. But um, yeah, Duck is definitely a uh, hoverer when it comes to food. 
They sound so cute. I love that. Okay, I'm happy that you said what duck is because when you when I saw her picture, I thought she was like a blackmouth cur. That's so funny. When she was a puppy, everyone, including myself, thought that. We were all convinced she had a much darker looking snout when she was younger. Um, so we were all convinced she was a blackmouth cur, but after the DNA test, she is actually the majority hound. No wonder Ashley loved you and loved yes. coming here. The hounds hound people unite. Okay, so we got their breeds, ages, their adoption. Let's do a little quick answer round about them. Favorite foods? For duck, she is a huge fan of the beef cheekbones. Like, that's her treat. Like, she loves that thing. She'll walk around with it and, like, bring it to you and just, like, sit with it. For Tori, she is a sucker for fruit. She really likes fruit and cheese. Um, she's definitely a fish girl, but like treat wise, it's like some sort of like cheesy fruit. She she'll like take a mango out of your hand or she'll like come up to you while you're trying to eat something. And she's just like, hey, you're gonna you just want to share with that <laughs> duck is worse. But Tori definitely likes her fruit and cheese. I love the picture you're painting of Tori, how she likes to savor her food. She likes a little like cheese and fruit platter situation. Tori's <laughs> a said- very refined girl. Yeah. You know, she yeah. likes to take her time and enjoy. Duck is just, you know, happy to be there and eat everything. Well, yeah. I mean, Tori's not American. She's she's Argentinian. So like she's more refined <laughs> than us. Um, okay. What about toys? So Tori is the most toy motivated dog I have ever met like interesting she loves toys anything anything if you give her a plush toy a rope toy a rubber toy she just is so happy to play with you she wants to play tug of war she wants to play fetch tori is like the toy dog duck is a little pickier duck will play with toys but only if she's playing with tori um once in a while she'll do like a little tug of war with us but like she definitely prefers to play with tori if she's gonna have a pick of choice it's gonna be something like a rope that they could play together um, or like very small stuffed animals. She'll okay. rip bigger ones, but the small ones, like, oh, that's it. Like, that's the stuff. <laughs> are they, I know they're city dogs, but are they beach or mountain dogs? So I would definitely say Tori is a beach girl. She likes to walk along the water. She hates the water, but she definitely likes to be like on the beach in the sun. She likes, you know, the basking. Duck is definitely more of a woodsy dog. She is afraid of water she is spooked by like bags rolling in the distance duck is a little more like what was that she does love the digging aspect at the beach but she's definitely more of a like walk a trail kind of dog and smell everything around that's the hound part of her definitely that i think hounds are some of the biggest scaredy dogs out there like they just have they have like a slight sensitivity to them next one are they dogs dogs or like people dogs which would they rather be around or rather say hi to so they duck and tori are pretty pretty much both big people dogs like most of the time like they are just like a sucker for people they have their favorite people they just they love people um tori though is definitely the bigger of the social aspects she's she's the she's the social butterfly like she wants to play with every dog she's ever met (laughs) duck is a little bit more like restraint about the dog she wants to be friends with and like go crazy with but like when she does make that friend like oh that's her best friend like she knows their names she knows where they live she's like (laughs) can we walk this way i want to go play but duck is definitely more of a like people fan but yeah both of them just it's nice that they get along with both though yes yeah (laughs) last one 
are they clingy or independent? Like, are they like stuck to your side all the time when you're in the apartment or are they like on the couch? Like, see, I, you do you. It definitely depends. I mean, duck is uh, both of them are very independent. Like they they don't necessarily like need to be attached to the hip. But when they do want their attention, yeah, they're like on top of you. They both like to be like sleeping, touching someone. You know, they like need a leg on you. They need to have their head on your leg or like duck is like a big girl, but she likes to sleep like between you like a toddler. And it's just like, you know, how can you say no to someone so dumb and cute? (laughs) Um, But yeah, they both definitely like when it's time to be alone, like they like to sleep in the same area, but like not touching. So, like, they'll sleep butt to butt on the couch or they'll sleep, like, side by side in the bed, but, like, just enough to have, like, a little distance. So, definitely both, like, able to distinguish when they need their need time and when they're ready to be, like, untouched. I like that. I think that's a really good balance. Yeah. That's what, and it sounds like they're, like, true siblings, kind of. Like, they're, like, want to be around each other, but they're not wrestling 24-7 either. Like, they, like, live together well, Yeah, it sounds like. They, They definitely do. I mean, they are... They are siblings. Tori definitely gets sick of Duck a little quicker just because Duck's kind of doofy. And Tori's just like, you got to chill. But like Tori will also start the playtimes and like throw a toy at Duck while she's sleeping. And it's like, hey, it's time to play. (laughs) But yeah, they they definitely act like sisters when they have their little tantrums with each other. And like then they're back to playing and then back to their tantrum. It's it's pretty cute. It's really interesting to hear the answer to that question when I ask it other people as far as like the independent or clingy, because I think it it just tells so much about the dog and like what your life with the dog is like, you know, if they're stuck to you or not, or if they're, it sounds like your girls want attention, but like on their terms. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just like, we'll come get you when we want attention. Let's move on to the Tom's Pet Supply. Let's do like entrepreneurial story first, like origin all the way through execution. Where did the idea come from? Oh, man. So I've I've always wanted to work with animals and be with animals. You know, when I was a little kid, I used to like try to bring pets home and sneak them into the house. And every year, my mother still talks about this. Every year for I think the majority of my life, people would ask me what I wanted for like Christmas or my birthday. And I'd say only a dog. Um, and everyone would just laugh and I would not give them any other answers. Um, so definitely- and then comes your birthday and you're like, I love this shirt. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a dog. You know, it was so funny. One year, my mom actually barked when I was opening up a gift and I, I was a kid and I, and I like, for some reason had all this like Christmas hope and joy. And I like looked up and my mother felt terrible. She she was like, I'm so sorry. I still make fun of her for it, but it was just so funny how at like that moment she did like the perfect bark and I yeah. was just like, oh my God. And then just, oh no, socks, but thank you. That's <laughs> such a mom move. Yeah. It's it's she she's a very good dog grandma now though. So we've we've forgiven. Um definitely is a, a treat sneaker for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, so always, always wanted to work with animals. I started working at a pet store when I was 18 and I worked there straight through the day it closed. Um, and then when it closed, it was a chain. So it left a huge hole in the Astoria community. There was no pet stores catering to everyone. You know, there was plenty of dog stores, plenty of cat stores, but there was no pet stores catering to people with exotic pets or 
you know, catering to people with aquariums and, and things like that. So, you know, I just, this is my neighborhood. I love being here. I've been here my whole life. And what better way to give back through something I love than being able to open up a pet store again and give a lot more service to the community than had been done before. And I opened up just over three years ago now, and it's been a roller coaster, but it has been a ride that I just keep getting back on. Amazing. Okay, so that pet store closed, and it was in this neighborhood, or like in a store. It was actually this store. No. Yes. So this was the store uh, that I had worked in before I took it over. Oh, my goodness. That's such a cool, I don't know, like almost like full circle vibe i don't know that just it feels yeah it feels like extra special that it's like the same space yeah it's it's really great also like i literally grew up a block away from where we are mm-hmm. um so it just it's it feels really good to like get to create the store that i dreamed about having as a kid you know and get to like do it here in astoria and just it's 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 sick it's sick yeah. <laughs> No, I bet. I mean, I feel like that is the dream of when you grow up somewhere and you're tr- you try to find like your place in the community, you know, because you're like, should I leave? Should I go? You know, should I move somewhere else? All of that. And the fact like, that you're able to you're able to kind of carve out your own identity within the community is is really cool. Let's talk about like the actual nitty gritty. You were like, this pet store closed. How long was it before you were able to make your own in this space? Yeah. So I had a lot of help from family. I had a lot of help from friends. You know, everybody was here every weekend with me. But within three months of the other store closing, I had started work. And within two months of starting work, I had opened. Um, So we made a really quick turnaround. We tried to get it done as soon as possible. You know, big shout to my manager, Andy, who was here every day with me from the start. You know, we did all of the work with help of friends and family. We did all of the cleaning. We did all of the shelf changing, all of the stocking, all of the excitement. Um, so we wanted it to be as quick of a turnaround with a change as possible just because there was a hole and we wanted to get that filled. I'm going to roast you really quick. Hit me. Um, what made you think that if the previous one closed that you could make this one a success? <laughs> That's a really good one. Um I saw where they went wrong. I was working there. You know, I understood what needed to be changed. um, And I made sure to make those changes. You know, there was a lot of just functional things and changes that the company wouldn't make in the end. And, you know, I was happy to learn from that and make the changes that needed to be there. You know, there was not. They were great. They were great, but they were stuck in the past. All right. Also. One more roast, and then I'll be done. What made you name it after yourself? (laughs) So, confession time. When I first started working on the store and the construction and all of the paperwork, uh, I didn't have a name, and I didn't know what I wanted to name the store, but I was like, oh, no, like I probably should figure that out. And um, I sat with a friend of mine, and we were drinking and we were like okay we have to think of a name we can't stop drinking until we get a name (laughs) and i mean we went through everything we went through some like weird names we were like exotics and aquatics yeah uh, astoria local and we were like well how does any of this sound like a pet store this is not good and then finally um i just screamed out like screw it i'm just gonna name it tom's and then we were like oh that could work (laughs) 
And um, yeah, it was not an egotistical move, I promise. It was just... You were um, just waiting throughout the night, just waiting drink on drink. You're like, I'm going to bring this up, but it's going to sound like I came it up when I was drunk. We're <laughs> gonna, like, wait, We're going to pretend. <laughs> no, I had not enough original thought to even go that far. Uh, thank you for giving me more credit than I deserve. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I think actually Tom's Pet Supply, especially just like seeing the the sign outside and everything, it just feels so much more local. Like no offense but it brings to mind like old man tom who owns the local pet store like i get that vibe a lot it's okay (laughs) i don't know i i think it's it's really well named but it is just like funny when ashley was like oh yeah tom i'm like oh he's an actual person like yeah yeah. (laughs) I, i i didn't know if it was like grandfathered in or something so okay i love that i love that so as you said it was all very ground up you had a lot of friends and family helping did you have any type of business certification or classes or like, I don't know, like what was the biggest? No, nothing. I really, um, I really went into this one uh, blind, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, no, I just, it, I just had the experience from being in the industry and I was like, I'm going to learn this as I go. I'm still learning it. I mean, I'm still learning aspects to my own business that like surprise me. And, you know, is, was it the smartest strategy to just hop into business without previous experience in business? I don't know, but you know what? It's it's been a beautiful learning curve and um I wouldn't go back and not do it again. What do you think has been the biggest learning curve with everything? Cuz you have a lot of services um that there's going to be a lot more curveballs than I expected. You know, our store has had its ceiling cave in. We've had numerous floods, we've had electrical outages. We opened up right before a pandemic. Um <laughs> You know, we've 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 had a small fire. We've had so many things that you're just like, I didn't think that could happen, or why did that happen? Mm-hmm. And um, it's taught me, yeah, you you need to just expect anything at this point and just be ready for whatever you're gonna have thrown at you. I think that that's actually such a good lesson to learn as far as well with anything in life, but. The fact that it never ends is like, you kind of, it's like, that's what you've learned. You're just yeah. like, the learning curve never stops. Like, there will always be like one challenge after another. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, I feel that for sure. Um, I want to talk about the, all the services that you provide here, because it is not just like pet store. You walk in and you get a cute treat and a leash and like, you're, that's it. You know, it's, I feel like between, as I said, we're in the reptile room. We've got fish and tanks right outside. And, and you were telling me a little bit more about like how you source all that. So I'd love for you to tell everyone about that too. And then you serve cat, you serve dog, like just, yeah, tell me everything and and why you've decided to go that route. Totally. So, you know, to me in my head, always, you know, when I thought of pet stores, I thought of everything, you know, your local pet store is there for everything. You know, I always grew up loving reptiles and loving fish, you know, not just dogs and cats. And I wanted to make sure that people like me had a place to go and a place that, you know, not only had like a little corner shell for them, but like had what they needed in an abundance so that they wouldn't have to feel awkward for having these pets or pressured to not have them, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's definitely where the exotic aspect comes. And it's also, you know, an educational thing and a sustainability thing in in the future a lot of the animals that i have at this store 
you might not see again. And there's also the fact that currently a lot of these animals, some people may never have the chance to see now in zoos, in the wild, you know? So it's, it's really exciting for me when somebody comes in and they look at our coral and they say, wow, I've never seen coral before. And now they can see that here. Or somebody can come in and they can hold a reptile, which is something they've never done before. And it's it's awesome. So we do a lot of education. We go to schools for free and we do free educational shows. We do free lesson plans. Um, we encourage schools to bring classes here so that they could see things as well. And it's 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 awesome. It's really exciting to be able to show these these large groups of people these things like, you know, we we have more fish species and more coral species than Coney Island does sometimes, you know. So that's that's really awesome to be able to say, to say that we have the biodiversity without having to do things like take things from poachers. You know, all of our coral is aquacultured. So everything is grown in captivity. In Long Island, we got our corals from, from California. You know, nothing is being taken from the wild. And yet I could still show people this side of nature that is just, I mean, it's brilliant. You know, if you've never taken a look into a coral tank, I really encourage you find your local pet store and do it. It's it's mind-blowing what nature has created. Um, as for other service that we offer, you know, for the dog and cat people, you know, litter sucks to carry. So one of our biggest thing is we offer free same-day delivery. You know, there's no wait, wow. there's no fuss. It's you call us on a Monday, we'll be there Monday night. You call us on a Tuesday, we'll be there Tuesday night. You know, we offer priority deliveries for people that need a little more help. We offer subscription services. We offer custom ordering. You know, we we really want to make sure that we can get everyone what they need to our, you know, to our limits. Whatever we can do, we're going to want to do. Um, you know, that's what it's about. You can't just open up a spot and be like, all right, just come do whatever you want. You know, we want to help people in what they're doing. We want to help them with advice, with service, with product, with whatever it may be where, you know, that's what we're here for. We are your local pet store and we will fill in the gaps for you. God, that's so amazing because I feel like you you cover all of the bases between being a local pet store and having the things that, you know, a regular dog parent, cat parent, whatever would need on a regular basis as far as like food and treats and poop bags and like things like that. But then you also have like almost this like boutique aspect to it of the product delivery and the expertise that you and your employees have. Like I was looking at the website, you know, like aquarium installations and maintenance and, you know, growing the coral, you know, and just like all of those things. It's like, that's almost like something that is high end and boutique or like that's what comes to mind when you think of that kind of stuff. But the fact that you're still able to be like the local pet store is so amazing. That's really awesome. Also about the product delivery. Um, so do you just like close up the store and then throw everything in a truck and like drive around so <laughs> actually during the pandemic that is how we did it it would um it would be just me throwing things into the back of my car at like eight o'clock at night running around trying to be curfew get everyone their stuff um we're a little more organized now i promise it's not just me doing the deliveries um but yeah it's you know it's all day we'll take deliveries on the phone we'll take deliveries on instagram and we'll just load them all up and then you know, we have a cutoff towards closing and we send them on out and we get them right over to you. You know, whether it's someone on a bike in a car, someone walking. Um, my dog did a delivery once, you know, she, obviously I was, you know, supervised. But yeah, no, like whatever, whatever, you know, if you need a carrier pigeon, we'll find it. You know, we'll get you what you need. <laughs> I think that's so important for the um, 
for the community, as you said, you know, people who may need that service, one, just living in a big city, maybe you need a 50 pound bag of dog food and you don't have a car. How are you going to get that is like number one. So the fact that you offer that, but then two, you know, an older or disabled person, it allows them to have a pet, I think, which is, which is really nice. I think there's a lot of, and this is a whole nother discussion that I need to have another episode on, but like classism in pet ownership. And, and so the fact that you offer that, I think it's just like, yeah, really important for the, for the community aspect. Um, so you mentioned the adoption events that you do and even just going out into the community with the schools, as you said. So do you feel like a sense of community, not only because you grew up here, but just within Astoria, within Queens? Like, do you feel the sense of community with all of your customers? And like, how have you made that a mission of the store? Oh, yeah, this is like the best community ever. Like, no offense to everyone else, but straight up Astoria is bomb. (laughs) You know, we we do a lot of events with community organizers. You know, we have 31st Avenue. We have amazing community organizers offering open streets. And one of those open streets events is a dog catered event and a pet catered event. You know, there's a community barbecue with an amazing uh, person uh, who does Tikkun barbecue and they do, you know, community cookouts where they can help people through food and you know we're going to go do an event with them and there's local singers and artists and and drag artists and and just there's so much in this community that you know contributes to us and contributes to the whole community and specifically you know it doesn't seem like it would connect with anything pets but like it connects because animals just connect people no matter what the animal is people feel a sense of community when they have a mutual bond like talking over their dogs or meeting someone through their dog or my favorite thing is when customers are literally sitting on our bench talking to us about their fish tank for an hour or like somebody's like hey like you know i just had a really successful uh moment where my reactive dog walked past somebody else and like there's just like this amazing feeling when somebody runs into your store excited to share something with you or tell you that something you did directly helped them or directly helped someone else. So yeah, this this community is freaking awesome. That's so cool that you've been able to ingratiate yourself so well. I mean, I think you walk the walk, of course, of like all the services you provide, but that you've been able to like foster that community and and grow it only in three years. I've been trying to kind of ask this question throughout my New York series because I think there's something special about dog businesses in New York serving the pet parents of the city. How is Tom's Pet Supply integral to New York City dog parents? Like, what about the store do you think serves them specifically? What about the store like works so well for this environment, do you think? I I know you've lived here your whole life, it sounds like. So so it's kind of also tattooed on me. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made in Astoria. Love it. Love it. Um you need you, is that like a sticker? Uh no, this is um the my artist at the Queen's Inc. did this one for me. They need to like make a sticker of that and like so you can like slap it on the front of the store even. Yeah. And um okay, yeah. Like what I guess it's just like I'm trying to get the like essence of pet parents, city, businesses that help them and serve them. Talk to me about the that energy. Cause it's different. It's different than if you're in the suburbs and and you're driving to the big old pet smart or something. Yeah, I mean, New Yorkers are stressed, they are tired, (laughs) they are late, they're early, their trains are delayed. You know, we live 
stressed, fast paced lives. And, you know, we need things to calm us and things to accommodate our fast pace. And, you know, that's where I think our store is able to do that. We have, you know, fun events. We have things that'll make you feel happy, like your dogs, your cats, whatever pet you may have is going to calm you when you get home. And you're going to do anything you can for your favorite reason to go home. And we're here to help that. We're here to help your pets live longer and be healthier and be happier. And we're here to do it quickly. You know, bigger brands ship to you in two days. But like I said, we're there the same day. You know, we want to help your fast paced life and we want to make your day better after that terrible train was just delayed for the 15th time. You know, so that's where I think. New Yorkers need their local stores as much as they need anything else because your local stores are your locals and we understand your struggles and what you're going through and we know how to help you. That was such a damn good answer. <laughs> that was so well said. I'm yeah, that that's exactly what I was getting at is like what about New York is it that you're like helping with? Such a good answer. You're not that old. Is is this like end game for you? Are you like I can picture myself doing this when I'm 50 or are you do you have like the entrepreneurial itch? Do you want to open more locations? Do you want to I don't know what I, what you've only been doing it 3 years, so I'm not asking you to be like <laughs> what's next, but what are you thinking? Oh, I want to do this forever. I mean, this is this is the shit. Like this is it. You know, like of course I want to do this forever, but you know, I want to expand in you know, not just an entrepreneurial sense, but like, I want to do more education with the animals. I want to expand into, you know, other communities that might need stores like us or might need services that we offer. Um, you know, I want to be able to show people that there are sustainable ways to keep exotic pets, that there are, you know, more to animals than some people might see. You know, I want people to see that, you know, this is not just a goldfish and put it in a bowl and hope that it makes it a couple of days for your kid. You know, this is an animal that can live years with care and and nurturing and it's intelligent and it's aware. And, you know, so that's that's the goal is to just expand in a way where people can be exposed to things and learn things and be excited about it. I love the enthusiasm for your role, almost like you serve the animals of the community equally to the pet parents. Um, I realize we've been focusing a lot on the community. Let's briefly just talk about the dog part of the store. I'm right. Okay. So you mentioned earlier, it's more of like a health food store as far as the products you provide, especially in the dog area. So what does that mean exactly? Yeah. So, you know, there's just like with people, there are a lot of foods that aren't great for your dogs, or there's a lot of things that you know, can help your dogs that you might not have been exposed to in, you know, larger chains and things like that where you're overwhelmed, you know. So our big thing here is, you know, we want your dog to be healthy and live as long as you want your dog to be healthy and live long. So, you know, we're a no corn, wheat or soy store. You know, we're picking foods that we're researching that are, you know, new or old that are doing really great things for your dogs. We're looking at supplements, you know, we're talking to brands, you know, it's, it's us, you know, myself and my team that are researching these brands. That way, when we present them to you, you have these healthy options. And whether it be, a, you know, a healthy option that's affordable and, you know, that you couldn't get somewhere where, you know, you thought you were stuck with a cheap, unhealthy brand where you can get an affordable, healthy brand too, you know, mm -hmm. we do that research. That way we can give you that option without you have to go through thousands and thousands and thousands of internet articles and questions, you know. 
we want to make it easier for you. So yeah, we are definitely a health food store when it comes to our foods, our supplements, you know, the way that we want your dogs to live is the same way you do, you know, forever. Yet another service that is almost like boutique in nature, you researching or your team researching the food and supplements ahead of time, because I've worked at a dog food company. So I like, I have a lot of resources and experience as far as the nutrition aspect when it comes to dogs. But still, as a pet parent, it's still sometimes I see a marketing thing. Like I see a new food and it's marketed really well and it's got cute branding. I'm like, oh, maybe I need that. Maybe my dog needs that. And But then you're like, but do they actually? And you need that second opinion advice almost. Like you need to be able to come in somewhere. As you said, New Yorkers are busy and stressed and tired. And so the fact that they can come in and you can say like, this is a new product. It has this. This is why we like it. And with authority, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times there's this basic, this sounds so bad, but um, <laughs> going to pet stores and people are like, oh, your dog has itchy skin, salmon, fish. And you're just like, okay, but but like maybe there's more to it than that. Yeah. <laughs> and so the fact that you guys do that is so cool. Um, okay. What other products do you offer as far as the dog besides I the food? Yeah, I mean, we have the treats, you know, we offer a lot of different styles of harnesses, you know, people have different walking methods, we want to make sure that we help cater to those things. We offer supplements, we offer, you know, non traditional treats and, and non traditional supplements, you know, we have Manuka honey for dogs, which is like, a super cool thing that you can use to like, close a wound, but also put it on a lick mat, you mm -hmm. know, we, we try to like, cater to like whatever the dog might need whether it's like a cute little staircase or a food bin or a carrier bag or a really cute bandana or you know that halloween costume coming up you know we want to try to cater to as many aspects of your dog's life as we can besides just the food you know you don't want to have to go looking for a thousand things in a thousand places um i mean sometimes you do shopping could be fun but you know we want to give you the option of everything you need in, in one shot one space Okay, we're going to round it out. This is the last question. Since this is the With a Dog podcast, why do you choose life with a dog? Why wouldn't I? <laughs> you know. Just end. Done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're done. I'm, yeah. gonna, I wouldn't, I'm not going to drop the, drop the mic. It looks really important. <laughs> um, no, I mean, why choose life with a dog? I mean, it's choosing life with a dog is basically choosing to live with this little thing that's just so freaking happy to see you all the time and it's just like hey i love you and it's just like shit i fucking love you too excuse the cursing i'm so sorry but like oh my god like it's great like uh, this is why you choose the life you know <laughs> like i'm sitting here hugging dogs that aren't even mine and i'm so happy like and then i get to go home to my dog like how do you beat that how do you beat that how do you beat just this little being that's just like hey i love you also can i have some food <laughs> I love all of your examples of Duck through this whole thing. You're like, first she was a hot mess, and then she was like crazy dopey, and and now she's like, I love you, give me food. She, yeah, that, that's that's it. That's you, it. You that's nailed her. her. Yeah. You, you you got her. I mean, you know, you miss dig a hole sometimes, but like you got it. Like that's it. Like that's Duck. That's it. Why wouldn't you choose exactly. life with Duck? Exactly. Life with Duck. Well, this has been so amazing, Tom. Thank you for accommodating me 
into the reptile room. I'm so sorry we're doing it on cardboard boxes, <laughs> but I'm so grateful that when you came to New York, you came here. So yes. thank you. Well, I also have to give out a shout out to Ashley because she was the one who recommended you. And she was like, Tom is great. You have to talk to Tom. So Ashley is awesome. She does design all of our merch. And also Jonathan is Duck's boyfriend, just to make that clear <gasps> for the other girls really? out there. I see that. They're both just kind of... Empty-headed, but in love. Yeah. yeah. It's all it's it's all food thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> food food and love. And just looking really good. Um, I have to throw that in, of course, for Jonathan. He is a handsome boy. The model. If anyone wants to research more about you, visit the store, follow you, where can they find that info? Find us at Tom's Pet Supply on Instagram. Give us a call, uh, 917-396-4408. I feel like an, the end of an early 2000s song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean... Just or just come see us, you know, 2111 Broadway in Astoria. Come talk to us, ask us questions, come look at cool stuff. You know, you're welcome just to come and say hi. Come and say hi, see the coral, say hi to Tom. He's great. It'll be a fun, a fun New York thing. Who needs to see the Statue of Liberty? Come to Tom's Pet Supply. I can stand up and hold a torch. I gotcha. <laughs> Same thing. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to follow us, it's at With a Dog Podcast on Instagram, With a Dog Pod on TikTok. We have new episodes every Wednesday, and we'll see you next week. Bye. All content on the With a Dog podcast is for informational and comedic purposes only. It should not replace professional advice, treatment, or diagnosis by a certified veterinarian, trainer, or behaviorist.